1: Louie, 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 Louie.
2: Just dance for 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, wait,
1: oh Welcome, everyone, to, to the AfterBuzz. What do you want to do, Kylie?
2: I want to see Louie dance for 30 minutes. I want to minutes. see oh dance. Can we have <laughs> Louie dance, please? Oh that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm
1: in. AfterBuzzDV.com. Welcome to the After Buzz Louie podcast. Episode, uh, I don't know, what are we? Seven weeks in. Um, we got that. Elevator Part Six and then Pam Part One. Uh. We are your uh, faithful uh, uh, Louis Acolytes. Sitting across from me is lovely Kylie Hodges. Hi. Hi. Hi uh, Carrie Long. Hi. And to my left, Shannon Joy Rogers. Hola. Texas versus wherever you guys are from.
3: <laughs> Midwest. Midwest. Midwest.
4: Oh. oh, what? oh Texas. Midwest. I, oh, Midwest. I think right. Texas
2: wins on that one. Texas. Uh,
1: Brother Steven in the booth. <laughs> hello, hello.
2: All right. I Stephen. Steven.
1: So. We're going to jump right in to this week's two episodes. The conclusion, the exciting conclusion of the six-story arc, Elevators. Um, Before we get into specifics, overall, what did you guys think?
3: What? 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 That's what I thought.
1: Uh
3: Right? Watching it, you were just like, what is happening? It was kind of
2: a weird... I don't... I mean... I guess at the very end, there was closure-ish.
3: <laughs> right. But closure. Uh,
2: yeah, but it wasn't... Yeah, like Kylie was saying earlier, mm. it, he's very good at not resolving things. And I just... Yeah, I, I, I wasn't satisfied, man. I wanted you weren't satisfied. I wanted something else, I guess.
1: Louis leaves another woman unsatisfied.
3: I mean,
4: huh. Jesus. Next week, he's next unsatisfied himself. Added to the list. Yes, he emotionally blue balls himself all the time. Oh, that's a, oh, really that's good a great. Point. That's a great. Thank you. Phrase. Gosh, yeah, I'm
1: emotionally cool. blue balled.
4: That's <laughs> good. Every, everyone okay. tomorrow is going to be using that word. That's yeah, going to
1: be ball. yeah. That's going to be trending. Trademark
4: in that one. Yeah. Boom.
1: So yeah, <laughs> we have the conclusion of his erstwhile love affair with with uh, the lovely Amia played by Esther Ballant um and uh, we had a little brief appearance by um by Ivanka played by
4: Ellen. Burstyn. Ellen Burston. Thank
1: you. That's <laughs> blank there. I just she's such a, she's such a staple now. I don't put her in my notes, but of course the lovely Ellen Burston. Um, an, an interesting episode because it does not go where you expect it to. And, and, and what seems like it kind of meanders through this big storm, which we got a preview of last week, mm-hmm. uh, tropical or excuse me, Hurricane Jasmine Forsyth. Now, did you see in the Washington Post that a study confirmed that people take hurricanes and tropical storms with female names less seriously than uh, they do the tropical and, and uh, hurricanes with the male names. They evacuate more often and they follow the instructions. And, and as a result, of course, less people are, I what? guess, injured or something. Uh. Wow. Isn't that something? <laughs> no. Isn't that, I saw that and I immediately thought of this because uh, Hurricane Jasmine Forsyth, as, as we're kind of foreshadowed in the news at the top of the hour, um, is 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 coming? Is is approaching? And at the very top, we have again this this specter of death. Right? Ten mm-hmm. people died in the Bronx, uh, and that was ten in, in after they died because of death or whatever it is that they <laughs> said. They were getting, right?
4: Well put. Oh, he said, "Yeah, so many people died right. in the Bronx, and and these people up here will be dead by 4 p.m. tomorrow." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they,
1: yeah. I mean, he wipes out uh, later on. Louis goes ahead and wipes out most of Western Brooklyn. Uh, And then northern Brooklyn and and presumably Queens. So a a very dark episode, dark comedy, of course, because New York, as you know, is fine. But um, I was reminded right at the top of this thing that you see in all the articles. If you if you Google this, this will happen. Louis, you know, cinema, cinema, uh, cinematic. TV show, and that's what it felt like. It felt Mm -hmm. like an Ingmar Ingmar Bergman movie at the very beginning, with the Mm -hmm. lingering looks and the background and the foreground, and Mm -hmm. music, and then just kind of someone wandering off, and then Louis chases Amia. Um, This was uh, after, of course, the conversation that, once again, he had with Nick DiPaolo, which I don't know if that served any real purpose except to kind of, I guess, review or bring you up to speed, and really just kind of remind me anyway. I, I, I may have a dimmer view of this than 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 you all do but i just it, it to me it just seemed like such yes and 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 i'm no stranger to love affairs that are built on you know not much to other than physical attraction mm-hmm. but this idea that he can't communicate with her and yet he's in love with her he even says i love you later on in the episode and that mm-hmm. to me was just like eh crazy town crazy yeah. town ruh, ruh, ruh. But I don't y-
3: think it's too crazy. No? no? I think it's romantic. I
1: think
2: it's
3: romantic. Look at that. are all getting all <laughs> blushing. I know. How are the girls thinking but, this But is? do you think he said, I love you, because he thought well, she can't understand, like, if she could speak English fluently, do you think he would have been as apt to say I love you? I think if she could speak English fluently, they wouldn't have the chemistry
2: that they had between them. Right. Okay. Yeah. And them that, I, yeah. And I think that, yeah, and I think that, the idea of her is what is keeping him holding on, and she's there, and she probably enjoys the idea of him also because they can't communicate.
1: But right. what is the idea of her? What? What is? Who is she? What is she?
2: I mean, just like with the things we've seen where she's playing with his kids and he's cooking with her, and okay. she seems to be there for him. She's at his shows with his friends while they're bullshitting and being engaged, and that's probably more than his ex-wife or any other girlfriend that he's had has been interested in his life and has, you know, and she's just there. She's exotic. Unapologetically, yeah.
4: yeah. And I think she sort of emulates the perfect woman for him because they can't communicate. Mm-hmm. There's no right. disagreements. It's She's along for the ride. Right. She's sort of pretty, she's pretty agreeable with everything. She even ate that fish and he she and she hated the fish while. oh god that
3: was awful and uh, so, uh, uh I'm like having gag reflex remembering um, <laughs> gag recall but uh, also with the whole um what was I talking about my brain uh oh also just with her um it's gone it's gone guys exotic Sweet. she's exotic she's, yeah. she represents she's Sorry, with him so she's in love I with could him see, the idea know, of Louis and what I could, was spark nothing sparking it <laughs> nothing it's not a blonde moment it's totally it's totally is. it totally it oh, totally is oh whoa Moving
4: around no, I, I,
1: I do. I do feel that, that all of those reasons that you've given, I guess I guess the question is, are those valid reasons? Are they are they good reasons? Are they up in in his mind kind of fantastical fantasy reasons? Because I feel like the real nuts and bolts of. Of wanting to communicate with someone, of having them be there and, and communicate with your daughters, although it seemed like they they had a good time. I don't know. I'm very. I'm a little creeped out by it, which I think is part of the point. Is it's not sure. meant to be this kind of oh heartbreaking loss. It's almost uh, a taste of what could be mm-hmm. with Louis, and and even that he doesn't even get the taste to to linger. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's everyone has you know kind of the one that got away, and 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 on top of that, he has one. That he didn't even that he didn't even get to figure out whether or not it was it was workable. It's the first glimpse at quote unquote normalcy or romance or whatever whatever positive tag you want to put on it. And it was you know doomed from the start, literally with it with a you know, an expiration date of thirty days yeah. from then.
4: I think you're being you're thinking of it from a practical standpoint. Yeah. So if I was one of Louis' friends, I would find it creepy. However, if I were Louis, I would find it really like romantic.
1: Well, sure. We all we all do things that we know are exactly. are, are not in our best interest or in the long term. Mm-hmm. You know, we would say this is not a good idea, but I'm sure.
3: doing it. Um, by God, I'm going to do it. I, this is a horrible. This plan. is the
1: worst idea ever. I'm doing it. I'll be over in five
3: minutes. <laughs> 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 yes.
1: Um, I, again, this very uh, cinematic kind of sequence where. Ch- uh, you heard chimes first, and then Amia kind of ran off. Louis follows in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, we start to see, you know, the wind starts to, to pick up. The rain is coming down, and uh, we know that Jasmine Forsyth is is is, is coming down. I, I would be very curious to see what that name means or where that, uh, where that originated from. Hmm. I'm sorry, he says. Um, he's like, even though I don't know what I'm sorry about, uh, I think you feel ashamed. Um, and then he realizes that it's just so... Futile trying to communicate with someone that doesn't speak English, drags her back to her place, um, tries to get Ivanka to to translate it, even says, like, we had sex. And she's like, oh, you had sex?
4: And then she throws those plates. Right.
2: So I think the plate throwing, um, as I read online, was (laughs) because she doesn't want to have to use her aunt to translate. Ah. She doesn't want to have to go through her aunt, and it's, like, out of frustration
3: more than out of being mad at Louis. I also think it's it's just, uh, I still honestly believe that I think that uh, Amia can speak English. Like, in my head, I'm convinced that she can. Maybe that's, like, a, a backline or whatever. But I think she can, so she starts throwing plates. It's just kind of like, no, we're not doing this. Like, let's leave it as it is. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to work out anyway, so let's just leave it that I can't speak. Don't translate for me, Auntie, because come, let us throw plates instead. You know, I still think that's just her, like, trying to distract And that's what I think. And I'm sticking to it.
4: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But I also thought she was more frustrated that I think that she maybe is a little more conservative with her views. I just imagine that like this Eastern European woman is still like conservative with her like morals and wouldn't want her aunt to know that she slept with the dude in her apartment building. And so she's like frustrated that he told her that even though she's translating. And also she's supportive of it. Yeah. Well,
1: every Eastern European that I know what? is just I'm wrong. A filthy. F- no, I'm just I was
4: going to say I don't <laughs> the, know enough very, to make a valid very, point.
1: The, 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 the one thing about Europeans is that they're very European oh. um, with their values. <laughs> So they break the dishes, and and Louis again does this little. uh, What I think, you know, I'm always thinking in terms of DJ metaphors, where he's just doing a little scratching and a little (laughs) kind of tricks, or you know, dribbling between his legs, where he cuts out the dialogue and and the breaking of the plates, and all we hear is the rain and the thunder, but we see, you know, the Mm -hmm. intensity of their argument or whatever it is that's happening in the kitchen. Because uh, it's
3: like it continues with the whole words don't matter. They exactly. don't matter. Yeah. And you see his mouth keeps going, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's it's like the emotion. It's what's happening in the very moment that everyone should be dialed into and not whatever he may say. Right. Which I just I just love how Louis does that.
1: Well that's incredible because it's 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 expressionistic. It's mm-hmm. it's this idea that the the specifics and there and there actually came a moment I mean this is the the least amount of notes that I've taken all season. There just came a moment where I said, Okay, you don't need to write down every little thing. Just let Kind of the feelings and the emotions Absorb wash it. over you and, and really take it in, and I think that's what—that's why people are mm-hmm. saying this is almost like a movie. This is almost like a miniseries. It's not—they're not self-contained episodes. This right. is a larger emotional arc mm-hmm. that mirrors some of the stuff that we may be feeling in real life, which we'll get to in the in the second half. Mm-hmm. But um, um, and then he wipes out Western Brooklyn. <laughs> um, everyone starts evacuating, and that's a pretty intense uh, evacuation zone. Everything below Twenty Third Street, which is you know ostensibly. Uh, a third or, you know, whatever, maybe like a fifth of Manhattan and certainly a large concentration of people. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people that don't have the means to get out of. So I think that's also part of it is that you're if you're in downtown uh, Manhattan, um, you're screwed because there is no way for you to to, to go anywhere. You'd have to, you know, you'd have to head to the mainland, which is New Jersey. Um, So they're evacuating. And we have this little and again, Louis, not letting it get too heavy, not letting it get too intense. His preparation as he goes out into the out into the world, he kind of ties the plastic bags, oh. and, and then he almost suffocates himself. Great little gag, uh, little yeah and, yeah. And
3: everybody, I used to live in Chicago for years, and you always did it like, well, gotta go out in the snow. Let me put on. Like six of these, you know, pharmacy yes. or grocery bags and yep. then wrap them around, put your boots on. And right. it was like not weird to see someone with boots. But then I move out here and I did it one time. People were like, what, what are, what you, are doing? you doing? Are you OK? Yeah. Do you need money? I'm like, I'm bags. No, I'm comfortable. what I am. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right. saying> <laughs> I'm staying dry. I'm staying dry, thank <laughs> you. Very dry feet.
1: Um, and then he goes out into the street to kind of try to – and there's just – there's no traffic. There's nothing running. The, the, mm. the subway is closed, of course, because mm. the subways frequently flood in New York during mm-hmm. rainstorms. And um, and then he goes to a Hertz, which I was like, is that a joke or product placement or what? <laughs> oh, but it's uh, but it's fine. And, and of course, the guy at the counter is just perky as can He's like, hey, how can I help you? And then, welcome to Hertz. Like,
3: there's nothing going on outside, right? Exactly. Just dialed he's in. Like, I just work here.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's go. he's happy to have a job and stay dry and not have to be anywhere. Um, <laughs> and it turns out he is uptown. They mentioned that uh, in the episode. He is because he has to go down there to go uh, to rescue his daughters. He gets on the phone with them. Okay. I come like down the, there.
2: when they are you know breaking the the plates and in this intense mm-hmm. moment and he's like wait what a mi- wait a minute this is happening where my kids are like he just Boom. immediately full stop yeah. yeah he's a dad and, and a this switch. was now way more important way more like, important it, priority yeah. number 1 didn't matter if amia left that night it probably wouldn't have mattered you know what i mean yeah. it just absolutely didn't matter he was like i'm coming to get my
3: kids dun, da, da, dun! yeah
1: well it establishes the primacy of his family and his life and how later on when she says or when she when <laughs> the waiter reads a letter from her. <laughs> he <laughs> translates her words, and um, she explains that she needs to return home to be with her family, and that that is her real family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he does not resist that. He he gets it because he knows that no matter what happens in this world, the moment you know if it's your family, that's it. Everything stops, and everything is secondary to that. Especially when they're younger. Especially when they need you. Um, especially if you're a single parent. You know, yeah. that's yeah. it. You're their lifeline to the to the world. So. Mm-hmm that's it um so now we have Louis so now Louis rented a car and he's driving around now so there's a really interesting thing that's happening with the TV in my bedroom it has some sort of uh it's my wife's TV from before we met and it has some sort of a light um sensor so that when the room is darker it darkens itself now the problem mm. is oh, no. i keep increasing the brightness <laughs> of the TV and then after about three minutes, it flickers back to, to the default.
3: Uh-huh.
1: So I'm literally watching some of the storm scenes in relative darkness, unable to, to know exactly what I'm seeing. And I was just like, and again, kind of just let me, let me, let, let's let this contribute to the chaos of what's happening in Louisville. <laughs> so Louis driving along, all of a sudden he's, you know, boom, the guy comes to his window. It's Jesus Christ. He jumps back and rolls down the window. And once again, it's, it's one of these, you know, New York crazies. It's like, have you seen, have you seen a dog? And he's like, "What? You know?" And then, you know, again, extending it. You know, it's kind of a screenwriting thing where you have them go, "What? Did you repeat the line?" And it's just kind of it's a way, of kind of dragging out the scene. It's a dog. You're, you're missing a dog. Like, no, I don't have a dog. Have you seen a dog? And it's just like, "Man, get out of here!" Yeah, it's right.
3: Like, love, and then, of course, a great <laughs> slow roll up. Mm-hmm. Like once again, Louis and With just adding a little levity. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just being like, "Man, get out of my face." Right. Um, Louis arrives at Janet's um, downtown with the with the girls and. Once again, Jane is not freaking out. Jane uh, is just
3: Jane is she's red rum. A, she is <laughs>
4: red <laughs> rum this season.
1: She is
3: crazy.
1: She's, she's a little
4: possessed. I think she's possessed. She might oh, still think a she's in her dream. Well, oh, she's oh
1: she might think that, that, yeah,
2: because
4: like you know, she's. I just think just that that's
2: true. I feel like every line she's gotten since they established that whole dream thing a couple weeks ago has been like right. she's like accepting life for some other yeah. From some other perspective, yeah. or like some Just other situation, different reality. Yeah. She's she not. Is, she ain't fully dialed there. into yeah.
3: this yeah. into this world, no. <laughs> right here at AfterBuzz. She is not dialed in. here. She is
1: not here. But if she wants Jan to, to right. dial in here, She's we do right. have a phone number. She Jan can dial in. <laughs> we well, maybe that's welcome. the thing. Maybe we reach out to her and, and get her on the show. On. But uh, Janet is freaking out, which I thought was a little uncharacteristic of her. But I get it. It's it's necessary to to underscore their need and the role that Louis has. In their family, as 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 the man and provider, and Patrick gets thrown under the bus or under something because we don't know where he is and he hasn't shown up. No way. Um, but that's that's actually understandable, you know. Unless you have unless you have a landline, it's it's going to be hard if you're mm-hmm. stuck in another part of the city to to get down there. Um, and uh, he just says, "Let's let's go. Let's let's go. Let's evacuate." And so they do. We cut to commercial. When we return, we are in a restaurant now, presumably you know after the storm, obviously, um, and. I couldn't tell if it was a Hungarian restaurant or the waiter happened. They went to a restaurant where yeah. there was a particular waiter who spoke Hungarian. That was never truly explained.
2: I don't I don't know. Um, also, do you think that that ending is the beginning of the episode? Because she walks away from the yeah. um, where they're outside in the, uh, what do you call those things? The gazebo? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think yeah. it possibly might be. And this is after because oh, wait, why
4: do you think why do you think that? Like it's almost like a flashback. It's at like the a end. flashback.
2: Mm-hmm. The beginning is a flashback to the end of the ending, <laughs> like the next. No, I know what you mean. Day. Hannibal
1: did this in season two. They they showed the what happens at the very end of the season, and then they show you everything that leads up to oh, okay. what,
2: yeah. what that was. So you
4: think the restaurant was before the hurricane? Uh, yes. Okay.
2: No. 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 After. <laughs> after. So the hurricane happens. The restaurant. Uh, such scene happens and when they're in the outside of the gazebo and in the woods or whatever that's right after the restaurant uh,
1: the gazebo wasn't before the church
2: I
3: thought no but am maybe, I confusing maybe Louie's doing uh, this to us on purpose like because the, like it's very yeah, the, the line, episode's very
2: yeah actually chaotic the timeline feels weird I just feel like yeah. that that would have been a point where she would have walked away I don't know
1: well, Just I c- had a little
2: little thought in my head.
1: I yeah. certainly feel that the the punctuation on this one, on on this particular episode, actually happened in the second episode with Doctor uh, Charles Grodin, um, who on. who who did his little mm-hmm. bit that we'll get to in a moment. But I, I I thought that that might have been kind of tacked on there as kind of a, a, a post mortem and kind of assessing what what he feels like. So you know, we we end with this with this letter that she's written, and even though it's news. It's not news to us, everything that she says in there makes sense because we knew something was eating at her. We knew that she was not in whole hog post sex that there was something there, and when Louis finds out that it's because of her family and it's because of her life i mean that's a lot to that's a lot to ask of someone a b you have to ask them that that hasn't yeah. we haven't discussed it so yeah. it's it's you're you're really kind of clutching to even pretend to think that it's a possibility that you and this woman might end up together. And so when that happens, we see the the waiter kind of dabbing his eyes and removing himself. He's kind
2: of dabbing his eyes. He's, he's like he's
4: weeping. Yeah, he's a full-blown weeping.
1: That. Yeah. He um you know, that's just a, a really beautiful ending. Um sentimental without being saccharine and really just you get it. This is this is life. These are adults. This is how This is done. I'm always fascinated because um, some relationships, you know, you just either hang on too long or you have to wait until there's this big blowout Mm
4: -hmm. before
1: you actually separate. And this is what an adult separation looks like before it all goes. And, And that's neither better nor more satisfying because you think, well, I'm gonna milk it for as much time as I can with this person. I'm gonna take it right, you know, I'm gonna drop okay. them off at the airport as he did with Pam a few seasons ago, and I'm gonna really just and you and you realize that well, in a lot of ways, like ripping off the band aid, in a lot of ways, defining and saying, Well, this was nice, but it's over, there it is can be much better and much more satisfying than, you know, Louie calling after Pam and she leaving him and I'm sure, you know, him getting into a funk on the on the on the ride home, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Right. And there was a nice line, eternity begins tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it's done. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it was just, and you're talking about punctuation happening in the next episode, but it also was, like, this initial, I don't know, just the uh, inciting moment at the end of the episode that eternity starts tomorrow. Because then when he runs in, you know, the doctor, the doctor completely talks about how eternity is the best part. Right. Which, you know, we'll get to. But uh, I just loved it. It was such a fluid transition between really the two was. episodes. Even though the episode was just insane and it felt yeah. so choppy yet made sense somehow. Or mm-hmm. we convince ourselves it makes sense. That's the that's the thing with Louis this season. Yeah. I'm like, w- what is happening? And then it's like, is it really making sense? Or am I just trying to make it make sense? Is Louis messing with us? Well, it, I,
1: I definitely think Louis is messing with us. But it's this idea that no matter what's going on in your life emotionally, real life will get in your way. It trumps way. it. It will always trump it, right. for sure. Yeah. Because... You know, disasters, both man-made and natural, Mm. will appear. And you have to just really enjoy the moments where that's not happening. You know, Mm. the the moments where there isn't some sort of emergency or some sort of—or worse, where somebody is hurting or dying or sick or whatever. So, you know, even in the midst of all of this, it's it's very—Louis is doing this very—exploring these very dark themes and these very kind of— you know, death, death, and illnesses, and, and separation is looming. Carpe diem. Just don't <laughs> carpe like I carpe because it's <laughs> right. Because it's a bit of a mess. Um, listen, all of us here at After Buzz are a buzz today because mm-hmm. uh, Maria Menounos' new book, "The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness," is out today. Pick it up, please. She L- looks good. She looks, she looks good. Went, she went. Looks look,
2: fantastic. She
1: went from a size. Uh, like a, 15 to a 2. 14 to a 2. Um, it's got great recipes in there, uh, ideas for for exercise routines and stuff and, and kind even, of her story. And even if you're
2: not looking to, you know, drop a ton of weight, this is just a great guide to keep you healthy yep. and has some, you know, easy to follow tips yeah. to, that, that won't overwhelm you. You won't have to, like, you know, change your life. I crazy. love that. When no. you can just just sneak it in yeah. every day. Yeah, A little exactly. something here L- and there. Adding little things here yeah. and there that really does help keep you healthy. Because I feel level. like
1: people that, that delude themselves into thinking like oh I've changed you know you, you see them to, and you're like, like what cut are you doing cold turkey I yeah, to start it. all
2: I new habits all out. Like, yeah uh,
1: I'm drinking chili powder yeah. and and, and, and lemon <laughs> <and laughs> juice
3: one out hour fat.
2: <laughs> just shitting out fat yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you, have you ever weighed yourself a uh, pre bathroom and then after bathroom <laughs> you guys yes. seriously I I want you to do and then I want you to tweet me how much weight you lost (laughs) you've never done we'll
1: get a prize to (laughs) whoever has lost the most weight in one bathroom sitting one after buzz (laughs) mug I love it
2: one after buzz (laughs) detect (laughs) that (laughs) a host has wandered off the side
1: a robotic saying. overload. <laughs> well, all right. So, episode uh 10 of this season, we've got Pamela. Oh boy. Pam, pam, pam. Uh. As soo- as soon as uh, you know, as soon as I saw the title and we knew, right? She's she's an executive producer and a close friend of of Louis CK. So, we knew that she was going to back. be back. she's back and she's bad. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Um but first, we have, like I said, this little coda with uh, Charles Grodin, who's oh, just been just, just an absolute yeah. Oh, I with he, that
3: doctor every minute of
1: the he's, show. Right? He should just he should get his own spinoff show. And the
4: three-legged dog was oh, back. Oh,
3: his yep. dog! He was yeah. a nice yeah. cameo? So
4: adorable well, in the snow. Oh. Do you think there's any significance that this scene took place in the winter? So it obviously had to have been like a good chunk of time between the hurricane when she Ah, left. Assuming she left. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: at least, you know, a month or two because it can be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice call. Yeah, he, um, he explained – and once again, now why Louis continues to tell this man his problems is beyond me because he's clearly not the 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 warm.
3: He uh, g- calls word? him a classic idiot. Yeah, like it's always just like just verbal abuse from yes. this doctor. But yet you're like I feel better. <laughs> right? Louis
4: loves that abuse though. He does. He
3: does. You know, like yeah.
4: if he t- he he seeks out misery. I mean, the guy kind of said it. Like you're seeking yeah. out misery. But yeah. like misery it even goes with his miserable. relationships too. Yeah. Absolutely I mean, he goes after shit that he shouldn't.
1: Yeah, and so the doctor tells him, "Look, kissing her isn't love. I know you think that's love. It's the missing her that is the love. This this is where that. it's at, and this is where you want to be." So it's you're just so lucky. Broke
2: my heart thinking about that. that. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. that shit sucks, man.
1: And it's true. You know, this is this is the good part. This is this is the bad part is when you forget her. You lucky son of a bitch! Oh,
3: yeah. I haven't
1: had my heart broken since Madeline since I was like what thirty five. So we're looking like forty years of, and and it's true. Rather, you know, it's it's this glass, you know, half full half empty approach to life. You had this thing. You can sit there and go, oh man, I hate this thing because of the feelings that it left me with, or you can say, well, you know what? You're lucky to have that. Mm-hmm. You know, right. because some people don't have that, and they're kind of you know the the Santa Barbara guy that's crazy, and he's just like. Look, it's you, you know some people go through life and they don't connect with anyone, and that right. and that's crappy.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: when yeah, you like, do, take take what you can get.
2: Exactly like the doctor saying, you know, you're chasing this thing, you're chasing this happiness or this love, and then ultimately knowing that it's going to end in some kind of sadness, right. making you feel you know it was coming, you know it's coming. But it's, you do with every situation like that, I, I guess. You know, you you either it's happily ever after or you're going to break up or you're not in the right place. You know, you're going to feel that other side of it. And so I think it's always worth it to to fight for. Even if it is ten days. I'm totally a romantic. (laughs) That's why I I always get get my heart
3: broken.
4: You're a walking poem, just like Louis. A walking poem. (laughs) Guys, where's Connor? (laughs) (laughs) Connor uh,
2: Connor O'Malley? Connor
1: O'Malley's on his
3: way.
2: You can't
4: say that on (laughs) Oh, I already said it. I'm sorry.
2: He's adorable. I mean, I like all nerdy boys of that type.
4: Young Let's Louis. just not
2: put it as just him.
4: <laughs> <sighs> Guys. She's
2: open,
1: open I love it. they with me. Sure. Lest we get too sentimental, <laughs> Louis does this nice tonal transition between being really deep and philosophical at the beginning and be like, yeah, man, love, man. And who knows? Maybe that actually fuels him to reach out to Pam, which is what he does. But there's this kind of tonal shift in well, the episode. Well, she texts him
3: a picture of him. Oh, right, right, right. That's that right. That's right. And <laughs> even, he's looking at it, crossing the street. I was like, please, almost get hit by a car. Because when you're in love, nothing, like everything else. Yeah. that little a blur. Little, like, boom. Yeah. Just like that, he's on to the next. Mm-hmm. He's over. He's that over be, yeah. 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 He
1: yeah. snaps out of it. And um, or not snaps out of it, but he finds something else to occupy his mm-hmm. mind yes. put that
2: energy towards. Yeah,
1: And I like how the, the show then becomes, you know, doesn't become Pam loves Louie or, or something like that, it, because we're, we, it's almost like even though he alludes to it and he says, listen, you said you want to give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. And she's like, that ship has sailed. They go right back to their abusive <laughs> dynamic. Which is what we want to see anyway, you know. In comedy, right. we don't want to see something new. We don't want to see anything resolved. resolved. Yeah. We just want to constantly see the same problem mm-hmm. come up it again, in funny and new, yes. yeah, oh, it, oh. New in new and interesting ways, right? And my favorite line when um, when he gets the phone call from the babysitter canceling on him is she says, "Maybe it's your balls calling from wherever they went, <laughs> from I wherever they use were." That
3: line. I can't it's a wait. <laughs> have an it's a great, to great line. <laughs> Bam!
2: Yes. Oh, so
1: great. So, yeah. What, what did you all – did you know that um, – did you expect that Pam would say, hey, tough shit. It's over. Or yeah. that moment has passed.
4: Yeah, I think she's doing it to mess with him. Yeah? Totally. She so seems you think like there she... is
1: some affection still underneath there?
4: With with Pam, yeah. yeah. But I think she's nuts. And yeah. so she's just going to manipulate Louie because she likes having control. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all a power yeah. trip. Right and now she has the upper hand cuz he's coming and begging her.
1: Right. Know? Yeah, she she made herself vulnerable once to him. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, mm-hmm. he should have capitalized on that. If he mm-hmm. had any interest. Of course he had the thing with Amia going. But again, even th- when that ha- even when that happened, I knew that that was once again, right? He's not going to pick the the smart thing. He's not going to he's, no. he's not gonna, he's not going to have the brains to actually play him both, you know, to see one while the <laughs> other one's in town and then when she right. leaves like, like that would be that would be too smart for Louie instead he blows off Pam at the one the one chance he gets ironically enough being honest with himself and being like you know you're kind of you're a little you're a little much for me i've got this other good thing going and it comes back to kind of bite him because Amia leaves and now he's ready to to get serious with Pam and Pam's like <laughs> uh-uh. you must be joking.
3: It was great that little side conversation which to me I thought was like mafia you know oh the guy's dead it was kind of like talking about Louis like Louis was alive and full of love with yeah. you know Amia and that was a new Louis and then <laughs> that guy's dead he spacked his old habits yeah. aka yeah. Pam. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And what a great little uh, little gag where, where Pam kind of gives him up and, and just like you know makes fun of him for, for listening and she's just like
3: shut up and then looks <laughs> over and now the two
1: guys are looking at him he's looking at them <laughs> Dead Everyone's looking walking. at everybody. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. And that happens too. I tell you what, it's—I mean, not mafia hits or not—you know, killing all the time. But you definitely you get you overhear people, or you'll see—you know—you'll hear people on the street that are on their cell phone. No, I'm, you know, I screaming at the top of their lungs at whoever's on the other line, just going at it. No, I'm coming over. No, I'm coming over there. No, I'm coming over there. <laughs> I am gonna—I'm no, gonna get my friends. I'm gonna come <laughs> over there, and it's just this whole thing where you're like, you're just announcing to the world that you're gonna commit. Murder! Like, is that,
3: I'm bringing a back I'm and a
1: a back. I'm gonna
3: bash You're your head. You're not gonna walk away
1: from this one. Yeah.
3: No way. Twelve thirty, second floor. Yeah. 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 And uh, and these heinous acts are only committed where people speak like this. Apparently. Yeah.
1: Uh, and and well, they only
3: are the people with cell phones that yell. That's right.
1: Every, every time. That's prepaid that's a, cell phones. Pre-paid. That's right. Uh, Burners.
3: Thank goodness for that. So
1: um, yeah, and then we and the, and then. The, the the babysitter cancels. Pam says, "I'll do it." And then we have because uh, Louis has a couple of gigs that night. We see what is easily the longest stand up <sighs> bit of the entire series. I, usually, it's it's a joke. Or the longest that it that it goes was I don't know if you remember a few seasons ago where he deals with the heckler with the girl that's kind of heckling mm-hmm. him yeah, or not yeah. heckling. That's that's yeah I guess heckling. And so he tears into her. So. You know, that that becomes the scene. But these little stand-up interludes have never been this long. And this was, you know, five, six, seven minutes of of, of comedy. Now, Kylie, you said you had um,
4: yeah, seen I, some of it. So uh, Louis dropped into the comedy store here in L.A. a few months ago. And I just so happened to be there. And uh, so they let him go up and do some material. And generally when comics of his... Statue. Stat- thank you. Uh, Status? They can yes, they can just drop on in at any Girth. point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is How the do you word?" Know? I just said the first Girth. thing that came to my mind. Uh,
4: usually, comics like him, they can just show up at a comedy venue, and if there's a show going on, they will literally pause whatever their lineup is and let that comic go up and try <laughs> new material. So um, Louis did that bit, and then I followed him. There's three. Which bit? Sorry, just to th- this entire. Bit but, that we oh, okay, saw, exactly. he, to the I, he did basically word for word, okay. and uh, there are three different rooms at the comedy store. So I followed mm. him to all three, and he did the same bit every time. He tweaks some things, but it—you know—I'm just thinking, like, I wonder if he had already shot this episode, mm. or if he was We're trying it, it, it out to see oh, how it works before they threw it into the script. Probably because it doesn't really matter with the rest of the storyline, the content. Yeah. It's a lot about God mm-hmm. and. It doesn't. Right. But, Garlic dick. But I know that
2: people do that a <laughs> lot. You know, um, Patton Oswalt was doing uh, doing open mics at the Palace, which is where he started off at. Uh, basically doing his CD that he put out last mm-hmm. year.
3: Was it a year ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, it's not uncommon. I would think yeah. that he did it before they shot this. Yeah. And yeah. even if everything, if even if the uh, other scenes were shot, that stand-up routine could have been shot last week. Yeah. and put in, you Yeah. You know what I mean? Right.
3: But I feel like that, that stand-up, the whole thing, even though it was kind of like, what are we talking about? The whole thing about God and, like, not, not having that faith and not really ever knowing and then going into the whole wife-beater thing. If you think about, like, it actually plays right into the following scene. Oh, yeah. With Pam. Perfectly. Like, right. the whole, like, having faith. Like, he's not, he, he doesn't even have faith in himself, you know? And, he, and then he, the whole wife-beater thing. And then, obviously, we'll get to about that scene. But yeah. I, it's like, wow. And I would love to ask Louie. So, Louie, if you want to come to After Buzz. <laughs> You you can sit in my chair. We have Um, thousands of ideas for you. Thousands, like camouflage, dildo, callback. Uh, But I would (laughs) love to know, like, what, like, you know, like you said, maybe they just put that set in, or does he come up with a joke and then say, hey, this will work perfect into the the episode script, or vice versa, or like.
2: I I definitely think that they intertwine. I meant that it was. Even if it was already written, it it Mm -hmm. just didn't need to be shot at the same time. Right, totally. So it could have been a couple... They could have shot it, you know, right after they... nailed it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I meant. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely is kind of like a forward or a precursor to the scenes that are to follow. Yeah.
1: Well, and what do we think about those scenes? Of course, we're talking about when he arrives... Um. To to. And back what's to up with home. the
2: ladies on
3: red couches? Right. What
4: that Is was that nice. Yeah. Oh, another. She was right? sleeping on a red couch. No. I, I mean, love I was that. That was sleeping. the only thing
3: left in the apartment. Was the couch where he first saw her. Yeah. Right. We cannot mm-hmm. take this back. We will leave the couch. But they took like the <laughs> hutch and the piano.
1: <laughs> but the couch is
2: not for hunger. That's what I was going to say. Maybe <laughs> the couch came with the
1: apartment and oh, that's part oh, of it. You're supposed yeah. to hand it off.
3: to mm, <laughs> I'm going to just rub my naked body all over yeah. this couch. Oh yeah.
1: So comes home and Pam is asleep. And, um, uh, what happens is this kind of awkward exchange, Oh, where, God, where Frank? I mean, beyond awkward. I mean, it's it's Awful. it's sexual sexual assault that <laughs> that he just kind of forces himself on her after she repeatedly says no. And what are you doing? And what are you?
4: At <laughs> he, first, I really didn't think he was trying to kiss her. I thought it was just like, like moving
1: in for a hug or something.
4: Yeah, or like he was trying to tell her something. Like oh. you know, hold still. I want to tell you this, but it was just this like. Rape? It was like, she was like, this is, you're not even good at rape. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. this this would be rape, but you're too stupid. Yeah. (laughs) It's just odd to me. Like, she's not all there because when she told him uh, a few episodes ago that she was willing to restart, rekindle things with him, she had said, like, you know, if you want to try that whole kissing thing, ew, we can. And then now she, like, very obviously does not want to kiss him. Wouldn't that mean you're not? In him, Hmm. are there relationships out there where people are committed to each other and they just don't physically? I don't know. Maybe she
2: just knows that she has some sort of power over Louis and can, you know, act this manipulative, conniving way. And it's uh, it's not fair. No.
1: Well, I think on some level that is what she likes about him. Uh, That is to say that physical affection between the two of them is not what. Connects them.
4: Okay,
1: that's louie kind of reaching out and trying to normalize things. And she she concedes when she came to him and says you know, well, if you want to try that, like you said, the whole kissing thing, bleh, but <laughs> I'll do it to be like, okay, I get that this is a big deal to you, so I'll do it. But what she wants is the hey, pally pal, for us to be able to run around town and mm-hmm. and and bust each other's balls and make fun of mm-hmm. other people and and drink and just be stupid. And it's 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 almost a very like bro.
4: Yes. relationship yeah. it 's like mm-hmm. hey dude,
1: come on and 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 you see this sometimes when one of the bros gets into a relationship To be like, oh man i can not i 'm going yeah. to you know bed bath and beyond later we're', doing, <laughs> we're doing, you know we're, doing, we're taking ballroom dancing lessons or something hey,
3: <laughs> your balls are calling, uh, yeah, yeah, your balls are
1: calling what are you talking about bro what are yeah. you and so there's there's again that 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 inversion of the traditional narrative, which is usually you know the woman that wants to 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 do these nesting things and and it's the guy that's like well, what do you do I got to go play basketball with the guys babe or you know we're going to a strip club or whatever it is instead it's louie trying to be normal in in his own messed up weird way and she's just like what do you like this is not we we don't do like this this isn't our relationship right. you know and so uh, you know even though she is kind enough To still remain in his life by saying, you know, I'll watch your kids. It's no problem. you have wonderful kids. Yeah, doesn't take the money. Says you have great kids. Clearly a friend thing. Um, Louis, you know, just trying to be trying to get any find any opening and get in there and try to connect with her in this really just awful way that I'm like you. I thought I'm like you, Kylie, that I thought, oh, wait, what is happening? Oh, okay, he's trying to kiss her. Oh, he's going to give up. He surely I mean, surely we've we've she we've said no. She said no. <laughs> Thirty seconds have now passed of you attempting to kiss her. This is not going to happen. And he just pushes it and pushes it. I mean he's literally Pushes her into the
2: corner. <laughs> yeah, pushes her into
1: the corner. She tries to escape. He closes the door and puts his hand out. Now we're now we're in full blown rapist territory at this yeah, point. So just inappropriate. Very...
3: Meanwhile, one of his daughters, like little construction hearts, right? Yeah, door. Oh yeah. The door. It's like, wait, yeah. you have daughters? Do you want them treated like this someday? Like I just right, don't right. get. Is it a chromosome? Is it a gene thing? What, ha- what happens, Mario? He well, started thinking. As the only male. Yeah. I, I, clearly you know the answer
1: you know, I just think it's his frustration, not speaking for all guys and not whatever he's i just think in his case mm-hmm. his frustration he's
3: desperate,
1: his desperation yeah. and realizing that there are many things in his life the, the problem with with neurotic people to to say nothing of guys that are like this is they feel that the world is acting upon them they don't they don't take they don't take um they don't take control or they don't take they don't understand what their role in their fates are, which yeah. is, well, sorry to keep bringing this up but this this idiot uh, uh, serial killer in Santa Barbara, mm. the kid that shot up everyone yeah. um, you know, it's this idea that, that you play the victim and you sit here and you go, oh, well the world is acting against me, not realizing woe is me. woe is me, not realizing that you know, you can master if not your entire destiny certainly aspects of your life, you can be a better person, you can reach out, you can connect, you can whatever, mm-hmm. and so I think with him, for someone with little to no social skills, for a guy that hangs out until two or three in the morning with other comics with, you know, as we've seen in previous episodes, also with no social skills and, you know, weird kind of family lives, um, that this is their attempt. This is, you know, you always – you get that kind of breaking point of like, that's it. I'm going to take a stand. I'm tired of people pushing me around. And they do a thing. That is so wildly inappropriate, and does not and clear and then and then it kind of snowballs because it doesn't get them the reaction that they hoped. He <laughs> thought that if he just puts his arm out and he's a man, that she right. would be like, "Oh, Louis, you're so macho," and then <laughs> boom, starts making out with him. And so he's like, "Okay, well, what is that breaking point? Where is that point at which yeah. she will just melt into my arms?" And kudos again to Louis and his entire crew for putting together this thing. That even though it's very, it's very conflicting and it's very messed up, it's different from anything else that you're going to see. It's not this what, you know, they're not going to passionately tear each other's clothes off. I felt, I actually felt even more awkward when he made love to, uh, um, Amia? Uh, Amia. Oh, yeah. When yeah. it was this kind of When he was that eating
4: her hair. Right, right. Yeah. Was this,
1: that was like, oh no, and that's oh, kind of more job. normal I or that traditional. Was you, yeah. <laughs> shit. Oh, I Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 For those who know, are listening, we, uh, Mario's trying to eat I'm Shannon's trying to hair. eat Shannon's hair because
2: <laughs> oh. that's clearly what she into wants. it. That's, that's
1: what she just said.
2: You dig it? Why that? do you think I wear a leave in conditioner? <laughs> <laughs>
1: She is that why care. they're doing all the flavors now and the conditioners and the shampoos so. like avocado? <laughs> taste,
4: and... taste the... <laughs> yeah. You're like, is there some pico in here? Cause that did not, yeah. <laughs> that would not... be great on my chest. Get up in there. That
1: was not around when we were younger. That was, you just had, you know, Selsen blue and everything else. Um, <laughs> so that, 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 you know, leaving, leaving the episode on a very strange note like that, she does kiss him and it's, but it's very reluctant and it's very just kind of not mm-hmm. pleasant at all. And, and
2: he's excited of, about it.
1: He'll take it. He
2: thinks it's a win. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, a, vic- that's yeah. a victory. Baby well, that's the scary
1: thing, right? Because we a think, victory. like, uh oh, this encourages him to kind of uh, treat that way, to be that way. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it just got. I, I, I didn't see as much being written about it today. Maybe it got lost in the uh, Game of Thrones hubbub this week. But Oy. Um, Oy. Um, you know, that's certainly worth talking about, and 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 very timely. Again, given what's what's been in the news, and 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 yes, all women and and that sort of thing. So yeah. really interesting um, stuff. Kudos to him for putting for putting that together, kind of ahead of the zeitgeist and. And saying that this – and again, this is, this is the character. This is not him in real life, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, for just putting it out there and kind of having it Wait, be provocative. Wait, is not a
2: reality show?
1: It's not a Wait, reality show. Up. Those are what not his girls. What have we been
2: talking about? We've been talking <laughs> – Oh, shit. I'll tell you what, we are going to – I've been <laughs> wondering if I was going to have blonde girls if I like, – <laughs> It's,
4: <laughs> honestly, <laughs>
1: it's totally Wait, possible. Sure.
4: Is that okay. – Okay. Yeah. If you,
1: if you do it, yeah, with a half-Mexican um, – Okay
4: half a ginger. half going to have Polish, half- I think. half yeah,
1: yeah. So uh let's go to predictions as we see what...
0: uh <laughs> And now, you're at Buzz TV.
1: <laughs>
4: Jasmine Forsythe T- is T- coming. Is <laughs> I, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <our prediction.
1: laughs> uh, let me go to my left and we'll go clockwise. Shannon, what is your prediction?
4: My <laughs>
2: prediction... <laughs> uh You know, maybe he's going to try to uh, rekindle things with Pamela, tell her that he was being kind of awkward for the night. And then I really don't know where it's going to go from now.
1: Do you want them to end up together?
2: uh, I don't. No? I don't. No. Okay. But I want him to... Maybe have more balls in front of her, you mm. know, not let her be just steamroll the conversation or steamroll their situation, their dynamic together. Yeah. And maybe she'll even gain some more respect for him.
1: I think there's a huge middle ground here. It doesn't have to be Pam is abusing him and he is sexually assaulting her. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of leeway. Yeah. There's a lot to explore between the two of them. Um, who knows if they'll do that. Carrie, what do you think?
3: Man, it is hard to say after this this week's episodes. I don't know. I kind of, I'm wondering if his ex-wife Janet, with the whole, like, at uh, the very final scene, the girls were like, you know, and he, he was telling them, don't tell your mom, mm-hmm. all these things. I'm wondering if there's going to be some type of conflict between Janet and Louie again, and she's mm-hmm. just going to blow up, or maybe there's some weird moment they have. Okay. I don't know. I just, I feel like because it's mentioned, it's been like kind of breadcrumb throughout the season yeah. about her and Louis dating people, even though she acted like she was happy right. for you know, So I, I don't know, something in there, but honest to God, I don't have a damn clue.
4: <laughs> Which is great. Which well
3: is done. Wonderful. Louis.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Good job. Kylie, what Story do you
4: think? Piggybacking onto your prediction, Gary, yes, um, I think that the girls are going to tell Janet, and she's going to get pissed at Louis. Um, And uh, we didn't really talk about this, but I feel like with the first episode tonight, you know, with the storm, they were hugging. And it showed Jane and Lily, like, smiling Mm -hmm. that their parents Uh, were embracing. And so it's kind of like the girls might have felt like maybe their parents were making up. And it it did kind of seem like they were on good terms for that moment, obviously. And and we've seen them fighting so much throughout the season. So maybe it's like I feel like they're just going to fall back into their old ways and they'll fight again. Sure. But it might be because of Pam.
1: I think they're going to get back together.
4: That's oh, what I'm going to say. Louis, uh, Louis and from left field. Didn't see that coming. Wow.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. There was something about the, the hugging and mm. the dynamic. Yeah, that's it would really... be a terrible idea, which yeah. is why they might do it. Yeah. So,
4: wow.
1: uh, who knows? Great. We will see. We'll be back next week. Yeah. Uh, let's go around the horn some uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram yeah. handles.
4: Yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Kylie Hodges. Alright, you guys can follow me at
3: Comedia Carrie, that's C O M E D I A. C-A-R-R-I-E, that's Comedia Carrie.
2: And I'm Shannon Joy Rogers on Instagram and Twitter. I am Shannon J. Rogers.
1: I am a Cinemario, C-I-N-E-M-A-R-I-O. We're performing right now. If you're right listening now. to this live and you're around Hollywood, get down to the Clubhouse. The Clubhouse is also doing a Kickstarter uh, to Ooh. stay afloat. It's a wonderful venue they're for moving. improv they're moving comedy. They're moving venues Are they as well? moving? Yeah, okay. they're moving. There we are. Uh, so we've got a couple of days left on that. Check that out. Uh, I'm Mario. Thank you so much. Steven in the booth. Thanks, thanks Steven. And we will be back next week uh, with some recaps of two more episodes of the best show on television, Louie on FX.
0: From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
4: Buzz See you Bye. later!